And now, here's your host, Milo Beasley. And welcome to a brand new episode of This Week in Disney History. I am your host, Milo Beasley, coming to you live from the Milo Beasley Show studio, located 20 miles due east of Cinderella's Castle at the Walt Disney World Resort. And happy Easter, if you are listening to us on this very beautiful Easter Sunday. I don't think the weather could be I don't think it could be better here in Orlando. Um, so yeah, it is Easter Sunday. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Starting with April 4th in Easter, April 4th, 1999, Britney Spears and 98 degrees march down main street us, or I guess hop down main street USA at Walt Disney world as part of the Walt Disney world Easter parade celebration. Uh, if I get a chance to mention Britney Spears on this show, I'm going to. So unfortunately no Britney Spears this year. Hashtag free Britney. Uh, April 4th, 2014, arguably the best Marvel movie, the best MCU movie out there. Captain America Winter Soldier is released at theaters. Uh, you know, I, when people say, what is your favorite Marvel movie or what is the best Marvel movie? This one is always either number one, two, or three. A lot of times it is number one on a lot of people's list. It's with your soldier end game and infinity war, which understandable, but is if you don't count, don't count end game or infinity war, because I mean, it, how does it get better than that? Right. Um, winter soldier definitely has to be up there. And now we have winter soldier. Have you guys been watching Falcon vision and the baby winter soldier show? Is that not, is that right? That's not right. So we're going to, we're going to move on. Uh, this date, April 4th, 2000. And I have to admit, I'm not caught up on the Falcon vision and baby soldier show. So I wish uh, I need to get caught up. I need to get caught up before uh, baby soldier uh, gets taken back by the Mandalorian. I think that's I again I haven't watched it so I I'm assuming that's what's that's what's happening. The first order is trying to get baby soldier and Falcon Vision is trying to stop him. Right? Maybe getting my shows mixed. Anyway, uh this date April 4th, 2016, the Disney company is stunned when Thomas Skaggs announced that he is going to be stepping down Suddenly, as the Disney COO, he's only been there for in that position for for a year. Prior to that, he was uh, in charge of parks and resorts, and um, was only COO for a year, and then will be stepping down, and then uh, it'll officially be uh, done in in May of 2016. So, still has. Uh, a couple months left, but yeah, big shock to the Walt Disney company, especially the shareholders. Uh, when you get a, a sudden news break like that, um, it's not good things for the, for the stock. 
Um, the next day, let's see, April 5th, April. So we're going to go way, we're going way, way back in the way back machine. Ready? Get in. <sighs> April 5th, 1614. I, um, to me, it, it's, it's amazing that there's even a date on this. Uh, I mean, like they didn't have calendars, so I mean, they, right? I mean, there weren't calendars in the 16, I don't, I mean, anyways, uh, April 5th, 1614, or roughly, <laughs> Pocahontas marries John, nope, 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 Pocahontas marries John Rolfe, uh, not John Smith. John Smith was from the Disney's. So uh, Pocahontas, the real Pocahontas actually married John Rolfe. So if I, maybe, maybe I just shocked it. Maybe it was, well, no, 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 no. Pocahontas married John Smith. I know I, that's what I was taught in school. Nope. That's not what you were taught in school. I mean, it may be, but it was wrong. Uh, <laughs> April 5th, 1956. This is my, this is my favorite, you know, like I always have a favorite thing of the week whenever I'm doing research and, uh, this one is it, uh, the bathroom of the future debuts in Tomorrowland at Disneyland. It's a prototype bathroom. It would actually be changed. It was a uh, bathroom of tomorrow, I believe. So it, was, it changed from the bathroom of the future to the bathroom bathroom of tomorrow. I mean, it's in Tomorrowland. Um, so it's a prototype bathroom, every single amenity except the toilets, which at first you're like, wait, how can they not have the toilets in the bathroom of the future? But I'm pretty sure it was to discourage people from going to the bathroom. So this was put on by the, it was a, a one of the industrial uh, attractions, I guess you could call it, <laughs> uh, in, in Tomorrowland during that time, basically paid for as an advertising ploy. But um, yeah, so the Crane Company, which was actually not a crane company, uh, <laughs> was, was the backers for this bathroom of the future. So they were actually installed the bathrooms at all the rooms at the Disneyland hotel right across the street. So there you go. And I think they still, they still do bath toilets and stuff, right? I think I still see the crane company logo on toilets when I'm peeing. Moving on April 5th, <laughs> April 5th, 1988, the enchanted Tiki room under new management uh, opens at the Magic Kingdom at Disney at Walt Disney World Resort. It's a modified version of Disneyland's Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh, the original attraction was called Walt Disney's Tropical Serenade back on opening day 1971, but it closed down, reopened as the Enchanted Tiki Room, but under new management. Um, uh, the new version, I think, featured Iago, right? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Featured Iago as on the in I think in maybe Zazu they were on the sign. They were on the marquee out front. Is this correct? Am I envision? I should have looked this up. I'm I'm envisioning the sign in my head. And you guys are like, no, it's not dummy. But so in order to not be called a dummy, I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But if I'm right though, you can't call me a dummy and you have to call me the smartest guy that you're listening to at this moment. So uh, April 5th, 2006, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique opens at the Walt Disney World at the Downtown Disney, still called Downtown Disney when it opened up. So don't get mad at me. At the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, little girls everywhere got to be, got to, got to made look like their favorite princesses. I don't think they really did anything for boys except maybe like spike their hair up and put blue glitter in it but like girls got dresses and wands and tiaras man this is it's a it's a rough life to be a boy at walt disney world Uh, you know it is actually a rough life to be a boy at walt disney world we get no cute stuff is complete bs and having a and, and having a little boy having a baby boy and shopping for stuff at disney world is ridiculous give me the cute stuff darn it i mean not me i mean i mean i'll take the cute stuff too but shopping for anderson is uh is sometimes a real hassle at disney like i see i see all the the cute girl stuff and i'm like oh man i hope they make this in boys and guess what they don't (sighs) i can't wait to take them to the bibbidi bobbidi boutique uh april 5th 2008 even though it had been open since December of 2017, the official grand opening press event uh, takes place at the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Walt Disney Studios Park in Disneyland, Paris. I love Tower of Terror. I love it everywhere. I can only do it like I can only do it a couple times though. Like you know, like get out, go get back in line. I can only do it a couple times in a row. I used to be able to do it a bunch, but uh, you know, head trauma and stuff. <laughs> it uh, kind of leaves you a little bit. Uh, so you can't do the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror too often. And then last thing for this week, April 5th, 2019, Jesse's Critter Carousel opens up at DCA and Pixar Pier used to be King Triton's carousel. I I have not gotten a chance to ride Jesse's Critter Carousel. Uh, I think I was so I was there in 2019, right? 2019 for D23. Does that sound correct? That sounds correct. Yeah, so but uh my time at the actual Disney parks was super limited. So we did go out and go over to Disneyland and DCA, but it was for a very short time. So I have not been able to ride Jesse's Critter Carousel over at DCA. Is that op- is that one of the rides that's open? Well, I guess it's not. None of the rides are open during the, the, the Taste of Disney or whatever it's called. Um, uh, but I know there will be some rides opening. So uh, Disneyland opens back up April 30th. And DCA does too, I think, I believe. So... I believe I would assume that this is one of those outdoor rides, outdoor attractions that will be open. So 
even though Dis but Disneyland isn't even open to anybody except for California residents. So I can't go over there and ride Jesse's Critter Carousel. So, boo. Moving on, April 6th, 1991. One of, if you're listening to this, I'm going to guarantee this is, when you think of the Disney Channel, your favorite Disney Channel cartoons, your favorite Disney afternoon cartoon, Darkwing Duck is right up there. It's probably one of the first ones you think of. Darkwing Duck debuted on the Disney Channel this day in 1991. Got a couple cheap plugs for you. The first, go to YouTube, search GalaxyCon, and check out Art My Chat with the cast of Aladdin, including Jim Cummings, the voice of Darkwing Duck. Also, Jim Cummings coming to Fanboy Expo in August in Orlando, which I will be working that event as well as a Q&A moderator. And maybe I will be able to talk to Jim as well during that weekend. So got those cheap plugs out of the way. Darkwing Duck, let's get dangerous. Uh, April 6th, 2002, Super Soap Weekends debuts at Disney's California Adventure, having been a hit a very successful entrepreneurship at MGM Studios at Walt Disney World. They decided to take the show on the road, but I believe it only lasted two years over in California. I forgot the last year that it actually went on at MGM. I used to love going there during the weekends just because it was like, I don't know who anybody is except for like Susan Lucci. So like everyone knew, right? But I didn't know anybody else, of course. Uh, I didn't go and do the autographs or the merch or anything like that, but it was an event. It was, they had the weekends there and I just loved going during that time. Uh, don't know. I mean, I, I don't know anything about the soaps. I don't even know which, I don't even know which soap opera shows were. I think like all my children, right? Like, uh general hospital was that one of them i don't know i don't know a darn thing so we're gonna move on april 6th <laughs> 2007 the grand fiesta tour started the three caballeros opens at epcot center at the mexico pavilion replaces el rio del tiempo did i, I probably said some bad words there but yeah, so it's still going on, uh, the Grand Fiesta Tour. So we're on its, what, 14th, 14th anniversary. And they now they have the, the animatronics, which, ooh, I don't even know. Are the animatronics still down every time? So the Grand Fiesta Tour, if you look on the My Disney Experience app, always has a five-minute wait. However, it is a long, but that's for the ride because... Just to get into the pavilion, there is a long, long line outside in that hot Florida sun that I refuse to stand in. So I haven't actually done the Grand Fiesta Tour in a while, but the last time I did it, I think the Caballeros were replaced by cardboard cutouts, like it was the 2020 MLB season, because the animatronics 
you know, they weren't working. So interesting to know. I'm, I'm interested to know if, if there's still cardboard cutouts or if the animatronics of Donald, Jose, and Panchito are back up and running. So we're going to move on to April 7th, April 7th, 1939. Get that way back machine. Silly Symphonies cartoon, The Ugly Duckling premieres. I think everybody is familiar with The Ugly Duckling. It's an old Hans Christian Andersen short story. Is that a fable? Is that considered a fable? Yeah, fable is a fable is a story with a with a moral at the end. Is that correct? I think that's what I remember from elementary school. <laughs> so yes, the Ugly Duckling is released this date. At least the Disney version is 1939, April seventh, nineteen ninety five. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. What's your favorite Disney animated movie? That's right. It is a goofy movie. Don't tell me it's not because it is. It has one of the best soundtracks of, and that's saying a lot, but yes, this date, 1995, a goofy movie is released. An absolute classic. I wish I could cheap plug myself and say, hey, check out my chat with Bill Farmer. <sighs> I can't because that hasn't happened yet yet. Bill Farmer, if you are somehow listening, if you are no, or if you are somebody who knows Bill Farmer, give me a call. Hit me up on the Yahoo machines, on the Twitter machines. Let's get together and do an episode of the Milo Beasley Show. Or you could guest uh, spot on this week in Disney. You can do my job for me. I'll give you all the things, and you just do well. This is not really that hard i guess but legit one of the greatest one of the greatest especially in the 90s they killed it in the 90s i know aladdin hercules little mermaid beauty and the beast i get it a goofy movie is legit up there april 7th 1997 who wants to be a millionaire attraction opens at mgm studios i saw it I thought it was really cool. So it was based on the television show. I, I, everybody watched the television show, right? They had like the big, biggest ratings in the history of the televisions. I, and I loved going and watching the, the show, the live show there, which the live show was not what they showed on TV. So let's, so they did have the attraction there, but Regis wasn't there. Um, it was just, it was an equity guy and he was fulfilling that role and all the people on the show, I quote unquote show were guests at the park, very similar to American Idol and well held in like the same area, you know, the same theater, right? Just modified. Um, it did have that circle seating, which was really cool. I, I liked going there, but when you went there, you always felt like you were a genius you know, I was like, man, it's C, it's C, it's A. Oh my God, how do you not know? Blah, blah, blah. Vanessa Carlton's 10,000 miles. Um, <laughs> so, you know, but you know that when you get on the spot, it is not easy when you're sitting there and there's hundreds of <laughs> hundreds of strangers staring at you 
as you're trying to name the three little pigs, which of these isn't a name of the three little pigs, uh, you know, then, yeah, I, I get it. The stress um, that that has to be hitting you at that time makes you say dumb things and you answer D. Uh, where are we at? April 7th, 2006. Oh, Expedition Everest officially opens at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I mean, uh, the highest, the, the tallest, the fastest coaster at the Walt Disney World. In fact, all of Disney. So I does it? Uh, I think it's still. I think it's still the tallest. Is it still the fastest? I don't know. I love Everest. The first time you go on there and it starts going backwards and you're freaking out. You're like, "Whoa, is this how it's supposed to be?" And then that backwards feeling because you're kind of rising a little bit. It gives you a super uneasy feeling. I love it. Uh, it's um, it's it's a great great ride. I. Absolutely love it. Uh, I love going on there with headphones and my iPad or iPod, my iPhone, which is my iPod, but my iPod back in the day and trying to sync up music and be like hit, hit and play right as you start to go and see what songs kind of sync to Everest. So um, yeah, that was, uh, that was, a lot of fun to do. Try to try to sync up those songs. So if you guys have done the same, I can't imagine I'm the only person who's done this. What are your guys' songs that you guys have listened to that you guys are like, oh man, you have to write it while listening to blah blah blah? Because I will. I'll go and listen to it and listen to blah 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 and write Everest and see how right or wrong you may be. So definitely want to hear your opinions. April seventh, twenty twenty. So just last year, Disney Plus finally gets launched in France. So all my DLP, my Disneyland Paris friends can finally watch all the same shows that I love on the Disney plus April 8th, moving on to April. Yeah. April 8th, 1933 Mickey mouse cartoon titled ye olden days is released. This would actually be the last time that Dippy Dog would appear as Dippy Dog. There was a couple cartoons in 1933. An earlier one named Mickey's Meller Drammer was released in March of 1933. But this one would be the last Dippy Dog cartoon before his name was changed to goofy pat yourself on the back if you knew what i was going to say before i said it so yes this is the last dippy dog cartoon before his name was officially changed to goofy april 8th 1974 walt disney world's treasure island is officially open it was renamed discovery island a couple years later. So when I say Pleasure Island, you're like, oh God, was that the movie? But if I say Discovery Island, you're like, oh, I know where that was. So like, yeah, so I know it as Discovery Island. And I know that Discovery Island is off limits to, well, everybody. It still exists. So this is an island. It's behind the Contemporary Resort. At one point, it was 
an attraction that you could go to. There were birds, mammals, reptiles. There were just things to see. Um, and it was, it was cool. You know, you went out there. I never got a chance to go to it though. I've seen lots of videos and I really wish that I would have been able to go. However, it would close on April 8th, 1998. So the same day, so it opened April 8th, 1974, closed April 8th, 1998. The reasoning is, uh, wait, was that right? Or yeah. Um, well, Animal Kingdom was opening in April of 1998. So why have two animal places? So we have this giant theme park that were, is called the Animal Kingdom. And we have this little island that we have animals on. Who's going to come to the little island? So the island was closed. Animal Kingdom was open. Discovery Island, no more. I mean, it's still, it's still there. And there's still things there's still lights and signs and stuff from it. In fact, there's a video on YouTube of, uh, I don't, maybe it's still there. Maybe it got pulled down, but somebody going there while it was closed and taking video of everything that was still there. I believe that person got trespassed. I think they're allowed back at the parks again, but don't, don't go to discovery Island as much as you want to don't go to discovery Island, April 8th, 2006 Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast opens officially at Disneyland Paris. This would be so th this would be the last park or mm, the last resort I should say because the last resort in the world the okay the last Disney resort in the world is I'm like, oh, you said last, like, don't take my words literal. You know what I mean. So the last Disney park in the world to have a Buzz Lightyear attraction. So now every park, uh, there's Walt Disney World, Disneyland, uh, Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, and now Paris. They all have a, well, not, okay, yes, not not Hong Kong and Shanghai yet, obviously. They weren't there, but they do now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on. I'm like, hey, you said it was the 2006. There was you know what I mean. I get it. Shanghai has their fifth anniversary coming up. I get that they stop taking me so literal. <laughs> April 9th, April 9th, 1961. A very cool little dedication ceremony at Snow White's Wishing Well featuring Walt Disney himself. So uh, you've been to Disneyland, you'll know if you're facing, if you're facing Sleeping Beauty's castle, you'll see Snow White's Wishing Well on the right hand side. There's a little pathway on the right hand side that leads to the castle. So this was officially dedicated on this date in 1961 by Walt Disney. Here's the quote from the man himself. Here at Disneyland, where we have visitors from all over the world, this Disneyland Variety Club's International Wishing Well is dedicated to youngsters everywhere. When you throw your coins into this wishing well, just remember that wishes made here at this well 
will really come true for the children of the world. There you go. From the man himself. Moving on April 9th, 2002, the city of Los Angeles declares the El Capitan Theater to be a historic landmark. So at this point, oh, it is uh, so now owned by the Walt Disney Company. The El Capitan Theater is an official historic landmark. It opened up in May of 1926. So it's definitely seen a ton of movies come through there, especially in Hollywood. In Hollywood. I mean, think about all the stars that have walked into El Capitan Theater right across the street from the uh, Grauman's Chinese Theater. So the two of the, the most historic theaters in the country right there across from each other. So. And now Disney owns it, and now it's right by the soda fountain, and they make fantastic, fantastic Sundays. So where are we at here? We're still on April 9th. April 9th, 2005, we talked about Paris a little bit earlier, but Disneyland Paris reopens Space Mountain, this time as Space Mountain Mission 2. And now features new little new carts, new, uh, I'm trying blanking on the word here ride vehicles <laughs> and a faster launch catapult. So for those of you who do not know the Paris version of space mountain, when, after you load in, it goes outside of space, uh, it goes outside of the ride. And then you go up the side, you start doing an incline on the side of the, of the attraction of the side of space mountain. And then it just shoots you back into the building and then you go and you do flips and stuff. So it is very unlike every other space mountain that you, that we have here in the States. And then I think we are here on our last day this week. Oh, this week is coming to an end. So sad. April 10th, right? It's the last day this week. Yeah. April 10th, 1927. The very first Oswald cartoon, poor Papa gets handed over to cartoon distributor Charles Mintz. What is interesting about Poor Papa, so this was the very first Oswald cartoon produced by Walt Disney. It is handed over to Charles Mintz, as we've talked a lot about that dude in the past months, as he is he's responsible for Walt losing Oswald but also responsible for Walt creating Mickey Mouse. So Walt produces Poor Papa, the very first Oswald cartoon, and it gets shot down and is actually not released for another year and a couple months. So it was finished, produced everything April 10th and wasn't, released until June of 1928, over a year later. It was the first one completed and produced the 21st Oswald cartoon released. First one made, 21st released. April 10th, 1988, 
the last day of America Sings at Disneyland. Never, never got to see it. But at least I have seen the animatronics. So there were over a hundred audio animatronics in the America Sings attraction. These would then get moved on to the Splash Mountain attractions at the Walt Disney World and or in Disneyland. And I believe the they, they use the same ones at Walt Disney World, right? So yes. So I have seen the animatronics, but I have not seen America Sings. And I've seen it on YouTube. Does, does that count? April 10th, 1992. I am so excited because this means that we're talking about April 10th, which means next week we will be talking about April 12th, the anniversary of Disneyland Paris. But this day, April 10th, 1992, the Disneyland Paris, which is at that time, the Euro Disneyland hotels, uh, which feature the Disneyland Paris Hotel, Hotel New York, Disney's Newport Bay Club, Disney's Sequoia Lodge, Disney's Hotel Cheyenne, and Disney's Hotel Santa Fe all have a huge grand inauguration celebration. All the hotels at Disneyland Paris are, or Euro Disney, are open for business. I have stayed at, let's see, which ones? I've stayed at Newport and Sequoia and Santa Fe. I think it's in Santa Fe. Man, so one of the things that I really miss about going to Disneyland Paris is staying at these properties, especially the Sequoia. I love the Sequoia and I love the just the walk. I know it sounds silly, but I love the walk from the Sequoia or even Newport Bay because Newport's right next to it. The, the walk from there through the Disney Village to Disneyland Paris, it just meant when you were leaving your hotel you were on your way to Disneyland Paris and it meant that something special was happening. Disneyland Paris is a magical, magical place. Um, you have to, if you haven't been, you, it's a bucket list. It's a, this is, it's the best castle out of all the Disney castles. So we'll talk, you know, we'll just talk about it next week, you know, about Disneyland Paris, but this is about the hotels uh, I, yeah, I just miss staying at these hotels. Although the walk back after a long day <laughs> tended to be, um, as you know, maybe, maybe, uh, I didn't want to make that walk, but I still on April 10th, 2009, Hannah Montana, the movie is released. Woo. I have never. I've never seen Hannah Montana, the movie. I've never seen Hannah Montana, the TV show. I know Billy Ray is in it. That's something. April 10th, 2014, Disney parks around the world celebrated the 50th anniversary of It's a Small World, coinciding with that first appearance at the 1964 World's Fair. Uh, so let's see, they did, trying to jog my memory as I don't have everything written down, which I should. So here we go. They did an, uh, I think they did an appearance on Good Morning America where they had people singing at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Yes, they were there. So they were singing the uh, iconic, it's a small, no, I'm not going to sing. So I'll leave the singing up to them. So they did that on Good Morning America. And then all day they had periodic stops in all the parks 
Uh, and then they also encourage people to sing throughout the day and film themselves and then upload that to a generic hub where they would then go and make a video compilation of everybody singing. You know who did not do that? Me, because I'm not a good, I know I'm not, I'm not one of those guys who is a bad singer and thinks he's a good singer. No, I know I'm a bad singer, so I'm not going to sing. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to move my lips and make it look like I'm singing in a, in a group of crowded people, but I am definitely not singing. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're welcome. And then the very last thing this week, April 10th, 2019, Mickey's PhilharMagic opens up at the Disneyland Resort. Exact copy of the one at Walt Disney World. I have not been to Disneyland Resort's PhilharMagic. Again, uh, was in Disneyland for D23, but did not get to spend a whole lot of time at the parks, so was not able to check out PhilharMagic. However, I've seen PhilharMagic at Walt Disney World about a hundred times. So... <laughs> um, yeah, so I've pretty much seen it at Disneyland, right? So that is it for this week. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. And yes, if you want to sing It's a Small World and post it up on the internet, you can do it. But you know who's not? This guy. <laughs> so thank you for hanging out with me. And we will see you next week. When we're talking about Disneyland Paris in this week in Disney history.